You're listening to SBS News. The United States has vetoed an Arab-backed UN resolution demanding an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. The vote in the 15-member Security Council was 13 to 1, with the United Kingdom abstaining. This is the third US veto of a Security Council resolution calling for a ceasefire. US Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield says the Biden administration vetoed the resolution because it may interfere with ongoing US efforts to arrange a deal that would also lead to the release of hostages taken during Hamas's October 7 attack in southern Israel. We're not giving up. We're eager to continue working with the council on this proposal, one that would see a temporary ceasefire as soon as practicable based on the formula of all hostages being released and one that would get aid into the hands of those Palestinians who so desperately need it. Permanent observer to the United Nations for Palestine, Riyad Mansour, described the veto as reckless. The veto of this draft resolution is not only regrettable after weeks of consultations with every single council member and after endless patience by the state of Palestine, the Arab states and nearly the entire international community that for months have demanded a ceasefire. It is absolutely reckless and dangerous again shielding Israel. Israeli Ambassador to the United Nations Gilad Erdan says Israel is seeking a ceasefire, but only if Hamas releases Israeli hostages and Hamas militants must turn themselves in. US National Security spokesman John Kirby has since defended the veto. Speaking from the White House briefing room, he said supporting such a resolution would have put sensitive negotiations in peril. We are in the midst. In fact, Brett McGurk is traveling to the region as we speak to have meetings in Cairo tomorrow and then follow on uh, in Israel the next day, specifically to see if we can't get this hostage deal in place, which calls for a temporary ceasefire, calls for a humanitarian pause of an extended nature to get all those hostages out. And to vote for this resolution today could very well put those negotiations at risk. But Algeria's UN ambassador Ahmad Benjama has condemned the move, saying voting against it only serves to validate acts of violence. A vote in favour of this draft resolution is a support to the Palestinians' right to life. Conversely, voting against, voting against it implies an endorsement of the brutal violence and collective punishment inflicted upon them. In other developments, the World Health Organization has completed a second evacuation mission from Gaza's NASA hospital, but voiced concern for nearly 150 patients and medics who remain at the site amid continuing fighting. The UN agency says the NASA hospital in Khan Yunus, Gaza's second largest, stopped working last week after a week-long Israeli siege, followed by a raid. WHO staff and other aid groups have so far evacuated 32 critical patients, including injured children and those left with paralysis. But the agency is concerned for those left behind with supplies dwindling. 
WHO Operational Support Liaison in Gaza, Julio Martinez, says the situation remains dire. You can think about the worst situation ever. You, you multiply by 10 and this is the, the worst situation I have seen in my life. It's the debris, the light, working in the darkness, patients everywhere. The UN agency says they fear for the safety and well-being of patients and workers remaining in the hospital. WHO trauma surgeon and emergency officer Dr Athanasios Gargavanis says they're working hard to get more people out. We brought 18 patients from Nasser Medical Complex. Uh, Nasser Medical Complex currently is uh, in a conflict zone. And right now it is without electricity, without tap water, without access to proper care. The WHO said on X, formerly Twitter, that those remaining included 130 patients and 15 medics. About 1,200 people were killed and 250 others taken hostage during Hamas's invasion of southern Israel. The Gaza Health Ministry says over 29,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israel's response. Hannah Kwan, SBS News.